0: I'm in Sweden, in a camper van with my puppy Luna. Well, she's not really a puppy anymore. She's turning one year next month, which is another crazy thing. But, you know, still, I can't believe it. I'm really recording this podcast. I'm from Nora in Sweden. I'm sitting here in my camper van. There might be some funny noises in the background. I don't know. Um, We'll see how it goes. And yes, it's just like I have to pinch myself. This has been a dream for so long. I really manifested this. I've tried van life with a rented minivan in Australia once for just a week because it was so expensive. And then I got my parents' van for a few weeks, um nearly two years ago, and I knew I really wanted my own van. And I did it. I'm so, so excited. So this is my fourth day on the road. And um yes, I really did it. I bought my van from a company called Camperia. It's a brand new Peugeot boxer in the smallest size. So it's also easy to drive in the city. This was really important for me because I'm still sharing my life between traveling in a van and living in my apartment in Hamburg, Germany for now. So this is what's going on. But I really want to travel for longer And yes, so, um, I have everything in it that I need. I have a bed. Obviously I have solar panels on the roof. I have heating. I have a 20 liter water tank, a gas cooker, um, a toilet, um, really everything. It's, and it's just so beautiful and perfect. Um, it feels like a cozy little tiny house. I love decorating it too. And of course, I got all the van life essentials like macrame curtains, fairy lights, and a dream catcher. So I really couldn't help myself. Even it's like cliche, I got it all. Um, and I plan to be on the road for around three months. Then I'm going to be in Hamburg for a few months, probably until January. And then I want to escape the winter weather in Hamburg because it's just dreadful and traumatizing for me and go to the south of Europe. And I'm also working while traveling and I wanted to talk more about that and share with you how I do that, how I planned it. So let's get into that. If you're curious how my van looks like, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. And I share like all my travels in my Instagram stories. Um, And it's Instagram.com forward slash Susanna Riker. So my handle is at Susanna Riker. And of course, I'm happy to answer any questions you have about the van. So don't hesitate to reach out, send me a DM. And yes, yeah, so I would love to hear from you. So, okay. Working in a van the first thing I knew I needed was electricity, obviously, right? So far, the solar panels have been working great, even with a few cloudy days. I just had to learn to press the right button to turn it on and off. And I'm not kidding. Um, after a few very rainy days in Hamburg, suddenly there was no electricity anymore. I had the cooler left on and it might have drawn the battery empty. So I got in touch with the guys from Camperia, and they told me to charge the battery with normal land electricity for a few hours. So I went to my aunt's house, put it on and waited and waited and waited a little bit more. It wasn't working. And so I talked to them again. And um yes, yeah, so well, long story short, I didn't press the right button to turn it back on. <laughs> so I was always like trying the wrong button, which wasn't really, the fuse actually. So yeah, so glad we figured that out. And now I know what to do. So electricity is working, which is I think the first thing when you want to work in a van, you need to make sure that you have solar. Um, I decided to also get a power bank so I can charge my MacBook and iPhone when I don't have any other options. Um, this is a very small but mighty device and easy to travel with. It's really tiny and it's great for emergencies. And by the way, I'll link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out. So I got it on Amazon. The other thing I need to work beside my Mac is, aha, uh-huh, the internet. Um, obviously. Um, okay. If you are a writer, for example, or a musician, you probably can work in the most remote areas where there's no reception. But that's not me. I need to be online. On my last trip in the camper van to the south of France, um, two years ago, this was such a nightmare. This was really, it, it never worked there. The reception was never there. Pretty much anywhere I went. So everywhere where it was beautiful, a little bit outside of big cities, there was no reception. And I even got a local SIM card with a hundred gigabyte, which really should have lasted me like, oh my God, so, so much, right? A hundred gigabyte, but it was never even working. So it was like, yeah, that wasn't really um great. So um, there when I wanted to get some work done, I always had to stay close to a city center. So I knew I had to figure out something different and I was willing to invest. Um, When you're traveling around Europe, data roaming is now free, which is really a godsend. So when I have my German data plan and I can travel to Sweden and I still can use the data and I don't have to pay extra. It used to be that like in Europe, you have a lot of countries, right? So you always needed to pay as soon as you left your borders. And so that doesn't apply anymore, which is great. There are still some restrictions, especially for long-term travelers. And most long-term travelers get a local SIM card with data when they travel to a new country. Um, so I decided not to do that this time. Um, but instead I decided to get an unlimited data plan with Telecom, um, in Germany with a new iPhone that's 5G capable. So like I thought, yeah, I'm all set. And, um, yeah, short, funny story. On the side, my students know this, that I cancelled my landline at home because I thought I would have this great unlimited data plan. Um, and I don't need my landline so much anymore because I'm not there, right? Um, but it turned out that I have terrible reception in my apartment everywhere else. It worked amazingly well, but not in my apartment. And of course I still needed the internet to work at home, right? Um, for calls and uploading videos and all that so I had to get my landline back pretty quickly Um, yes so I'm paying for my landline again as well and this is annoying because of course it's a monthly expense that I wanted to get rid of now that I have that expensive data plan but anyway everywhere else reception has been pretty amazing so far and in Sweden the reception is mostly good um, I had some problems the first days until I figured out. So yeah, I can change the, um, the roaming provider. The, yeah. So, um, I was just like, it automatically connected to a provider with bad reception. I don't know why. So when I changed that, it worked much better and it's still not working great in very remote places. And I expect this will get more challenging the further north I travel. I mean, it's an insanely big country. It's just huge and with a lot of wilderness. And of course, I don't expect to have great reception everywhere, though it would be nice. Can't they do that, right? Um, But yeah, so I know that this will be a challenge um, the further north I drive. So I have to plan around this, right? Because I still want to go to the wilderness and see everything. And which brings me to the next point, which is planning. When you've been following me for a while, you know I love to be organized. The last year that I stayed in one place for most of the time, like most of us in the pandemic, I got in a nice little routine and this helped me be more productive for sure, but I always get to a point where I find it stifling. When there's not enough of a routine, I get overwhelmed very quickly and feel like there's just too many things to do And with too much of a routine, I get bored and want out of it. Anyone else feels that way? Anyway, I know that if I want to be productive while traveling and I still want to get things done, I need to do a bit of planning and I need a routine. At the moment, my plan is to spend three to four days of the week working. I don't plan to put in eight-hour days, but maybe four to six hours of focused work time In the morning, if possible, so we'll see how that goes. I have an amazing assistant, so she's doing a lot, and I don't have any big projects planned um, until September, but there are still things like emails, live calls with my students, website clients, this podcast, a few smaller projects I want to get done, you know. So I really love what I do. I actually couldn't imagine not working for a longer period of time. I'm not ready to retire and just travel, (laughs) not at all, far from it. So I plan to stay for a few days each week at one place where I have internet and drive for just a few hours every other day if I have to. And then I have some free days to drive for longer or go hiking or explore the wilderness so I can stay in more remote areas Um, and maybe even go offline for a day. Oh my God. I haven't done that for so, so long that I've really not checked my emails or my phone for a full day. And yeah, so that's definitely going to happen. (laughs) I definitely have a little bit of an addiction going on there, like most of us probably. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, so if I want to go hiking and really explore like um, the wideness, more remote areas, that's going to happen. And yeah, so this means I probably have to stay at a few more camping grounds than I would like to because like staying closer to a city. Um, for example, last night I stayed at the most remote, beautiful spot next to a lake and forest and blueberry, um, blueberries and that you could just like forage there. So it was like picture perfect Sweden and was like amazing. And of course, there was nearly no reception. <laughs> yeah, So that's like, um, the way it is. But I, I love to stay at more places like this. And, um, I also love to stay where I have internet. Hmm. So I just have to balance that out. And yeah, it also means that it will take me longer to get to Norway and to the Lofoten, which is a bit, well, it's not stressful, but, um, I definitely would like to get there while it's still summer. But yeah, <laughs> as I said, balancing everything, you have to compromise, right? So um this is not a holiday. This is not a vacation. Um, So I have to find like the middle ground. And of course, I also have Luna with me. So I have to plan my days around my little Lunita as well. Thankfully, she's been adapting to van life like a fish to the water. <laughs> right now I'm sitting on my bed with the bag doors open and Luna is sleeping at my feet. She's she's totally sleeping in my bed, by the way. Um it's just a in a small camper space, <laughs> there's really no other option. And I love having her next to me. And of course she's a small dog, so it's she's a russ um parson Russell Terrier, in case you haven't seen her yet on Instagram. Um, So it's not like she brings in a lot of dirt or takes up all the space. Um, If you have a dog and you don't want to let him or her sleep in your bed, I totally get that. But for us, it really works. And I really love having her with me. It's so much nicer than traveling alone. And she's so funny and so happy to explore new places and meet new people. Like every time when I stop, and, um, so she's sitting when we're driving, she has her little, um, puppy car seat next to me and there she's, um, secured with her. Um, yeah, so she's secured so she can't just move around freely in the, in the car seat. Um, but she's secured. And so as soon as I stop and I get her off there and she comes out, she's just so excited every time. It's like, oh my God, where are we? What's new here? I have to smell this. I have to see this. And it's just like, oh, yeah, 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 happy dog. And I love that. Um, And she's also so great with new people. Last night, another van was camping next to us, a German couple, and they also had a dog. And, um, in the morning, as soon as they opened their doors, Luna was already waiting for them. She was there and jumped right in and gave them her good morning kisses. And, um, then she played with the dog and they chased, chased each other through the forest. And it was just so adorable. And, and yes, she also makes it easier for me to meet people, which is great. Um, so many people chat me up just because of Luna. And this is so nice. It must be like having a really cute baby. And of course, she's my little watchdog. Well, um I don't think anyone would be scared of her, <laughs> to tell the truth, but I think th- she would bark when someone would be trying to get into the van. I hope. No, she would. I, uh, she would definitely bark, I'm pretty sure. She's a great, great watchdog. Little Luna. Little Lunita. <laughs> um, so, safety. Of course, something to consider when you're living and working in a van as well. Um, The van is insured and I also have roadside assistance. Um, I also got additional health insurance for traveling. And here I got a plan for three months. So normal travel health insurance only covers trips for up to 30 or 45 days. So I had to get an extra plan. And I used Hanse Merkur in Germany. It's a German company because I always use them to get health insurance for my trips to Bali as well. and never had any bad experience. Um Then I try to keep an eye on my belongings and obviously always lock the van when I'm not in it, also in a camping place. Um But I have to say, I'm not really afraid of someone trying to break in or stealing my things. I mean, this could also happen in my apartment or in like in my city, right? There's a much higher chance that I would have a roadside accident. And that actually nearly happened. On my second day in Sweden, I nearly had a collision with a monster elk, which was galloping across the street right in front of me. It was like it was so big, it was like my full windscreen. I only saw this animal. It was crazy. I missed him by just a millisecond, and that could have been fatal. That was that was scary. And thank God nothing happened. I'm so grateful, my guardian angels, I love you. And I'm driving extra careful now and way within the speed limits. And I'm, yeah, I'm not like looking to the left or right, just straight ahead. But again, accidents can happen all the time, even when you never leave your hometown. And it made me think, though, about how quickly it could all be over. Just one second and poof, it's all gone. That trip could have been over. And it made me feel so, so grateful that I did this that I made my dream of living in a camper van true and getting a dog, and now and not sometime in the future. It's great to have plans, but you also need to live your life fully. And if you have big dreams, I want you to think about how you can make them a reality. How can you manifest them? For example, when I knew I wanted my own camper van, I bought my first piece of equipment for it portable gas barbecue, which um, funnily enough, I ended up not even bringing with me on this trip. But anyway, when I bought it, I manifested putting it in my future camper van. And I imagined what my van would look like, where I would travel. And of course, I worked really hard the last five years or so to build my business up in a way that would allow me to have this flexibility and location independence. This freedom. It's the main motivation for my business. It's what really drives me and makes it all worthwhile. And it's its why I love online courses so much. I don't have any coaching clients and I only take on a few website design projects a year because I want to be able to make my own schedule. For me, it's not enough to be able to work from anywhere. I also want to be the boss of my hours. I wouldn't want to travel in a van and have a remote full-time job putting in eight hours a day, five days a week, even if this job would pay insanely well or would be super interesting because that's not the lifestyle and freedom I'm craving. But at the same time, I'm also ambitious and I know that to reach more and grow my business, it will be easy if I stay in one place for longer. And I know that there will come a time where I want to put in more hours in the week as well. And I'm going to to need to do that. Um I'm not saying that you have to work nights or go crazy, but um you probably have to work a little bit more than three to four to five hours, three to four days a week to really build up a successful business. May, you can prove me wrong. I'm sure there are people who do that, um like all the mompreneurs, they only have a few hours a week. But, um, anyway, for me, I know it also works really good when I'm in one place and I have my routine and I can, um, work on all the big projects I already have planned for later this year. So I still have my apartment in Hamburg and I will go back there early of October and plan to stay then probably until after Christmas. And then hopefully I can escape winter and go to. Ah, we'll see how the what's the weather is like in January, February, maybe Portugal or the south of Spain. And yes, there's just so many more places I want to travel to and explore with my camper van. So now it's Scandinavia and um then it's going definitely going to be Spain, Portugal, and I also want to go to Iceland. And one day even to the U.S. and Canada. So I want to ship my van to the U.S. and Canada. Um, yeah, so for now, as long as I still have my apartment in Hamburg, that will have to wait a little bit. But, you know, I, I totally can imagine this van life for the long term. It really fits me. Um And I love that freedom. I love driving it. I love, like, being somewhere new every day. Not everybody drives on that, and that's fine. On I'll see how I feel in a few weeks or a few months. But um, this is just the beginning, and I'm just really so so excited and happy to be here, and so grateful that um, that this is possible. Also really grateful for you for listening to this, for following me, for maybe being one of my students and making this possible for me to work really from here and still earn money and to still be able to support myself, even when I'm here in Sweden. Um, it's crazy. And yeah, it's the new world we are living in. It's this, um, all those opportunities that weren't really there, um, years ago. When maybe you started your career as a yoga teacher, um, it probably looked completely different. You went on a holiday for a few weeks and that's been it. And then you went back and started teaching again. And you like um, teaching locally and teaching in real life is amazing. I don't want you to stop that unless you want to stop it. But I would really invite you to open yourself up to all those new opportunities to build an online business and to have that either one day, maybe you only work online when you say you want to travel for a longer period of time as well, when this is your dream as well. Maybe you're listening to this because you're like, I want to do this too. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so then work on building an online business, but maybe you're also just able to combine those two things, like working, um, teaching in person, live classes in a local studio, and then having an online business on the side, which will give you just so much more freedom and financial freedom and also the ability to scale. Because you know like the thing is when you have an online course, you create something and then you can you can't only sell it one time, like a live workshop, but you can sell it a thousand times, and uh, it's going to you create like lasting content and value it's not disappearing with you, and you have all that knowledge and expertise and wisdom to share, especially when you've been doing this for a long time, even when you haven't been doing this for a long time, it doesn't matter you have something to share. And you want, I want you to save, to save that and to be able to share it consistently and in the future as well. So, um, yes. Yeah, so that's everything I wanted to talk about today, about my life on the road. Um, so I'm just at the beginning of my trip. I'm going to keep you updated. Follow me on Instagram, um, uh, at Susanna Reiker, um, to follow my stories. Um, and my travels. I would love to see connect with you there. You can also DM me when you have any questions and, um, also check out my, I have a free workshop for you where I talk about how to create an online course. And you can sign up for that when you go to com forward slash masterclass. That's com forward slash masterclass. You can watch it instantly. It's available all the time. And um, it's where I teach you like step by step what you need to know to build an online course. That's it for today. And I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, have a great week.